2: Find a location near you at Bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. What do you want? The Rich Eisen Show. Tiger appears at the Masters. Do you think that's possible, Scott Van Pelt? It wouldn't shock me if he tried.
0: Live from the Rich
2: Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. It's entirely possible Tiger Woods shows up at Masters next week at Augusta National and actually tries to play. And nearly losing the leg, he could play in the Masters. Earlier on the show, LA Times NFL columnist Sam Farmer. Coming up, WWE superstar Becky Lynch. Actor Josh Lucas. Plus, for Brothers president President Adam Gallo. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Our number three uh, here on this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Tons of moving parts, as they say, in the uh, live television and radio simulcast business here on Peacock and Sirius XM Channel 85. And this Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio affiliate, smart enough to have the show coast to coast. You can listen to us on Odyssey, and we say hello to our third hour podcast listeners youtube.com slash Rich show for anything that you may have missed and so far what you've missed is Sam Farmer coming in studio uh, in hour number one it was uh, Sam of the Los Angeles Times and Peter King of NBC Sports together breaking the huge piece of news last night that Bruce Arians was retiring and Todd Bowles was taking over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, with Tom Brady now back and it's just like What's up with that? And we will ask that of the general manager of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Jason Light, who's going to join us in 20 minutes time as the press conference to introduce Todd Bowles and his new five-year contract as the newest coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and, uh, Bruce Arians as the new senior football consultant of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And as he said in the soundbite we just wrapped up our number two with from the press conference that just closed, um, in Tampa, uh, He'll he'll tell us what that means when they f- figures out what the hell that title means. Doesn't know. So, but he's there. He's there in a front office, and Jason Light, the general manager, will join us um, in about 18 minutes time. And we have moved our friend from the uh, Pramandi Brothers to tomorrow, so we'll, sandwich will still Excellent. be there. Excellent. Okay, so I've been getting this quite a bit in March. What what the hell's happened in the NFL? It, it's just easily. In my 19 years of doing this with NFL Network, 20 years coming up this fall. um, Craziest month I've ever seen. In the NFL. March, insane. Perfect example, you know, what just happened yesterday. Today, March 31st, Bruce Arians is announced as a retired coach. (laughs) Just wrapping up the wildest month. So I figured... To do my best here for you, to place in perspective, that's what I do professionally, is I place things in perspective, professionally. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Here are the top five NFL headlines, most impactful NFL headlines from the month of March, otherwise known as the hell going on. <laughs> okay.
0: Shout out as Stephon Diggs
2: yeah. tweeted out the day Tyreek Hill <laughs> was put in play. Okay. So uh, this segment, hit it please. The segment is now known as either top five most impactful storylines of March 2022 or the hell going on (laughs) number five on this list. Fifth most impactful headline is the lowering of the curtain on the Legion of Boom. The fact that Russell Wilson gets traded from the Seattle Seahawks after last couple of years of rumors and last year being the most wide open dalliance of trying to, satisfy his wanderlust to leave seattle it's finally happening it finally happens the tuesday before the new league year opens up he is traded from seattle to denver and then later on in the day seahawks fans read about bobby wagner going to be released as well and wagner finding out as he said on his twitter account through means other than the seahawks informing him it's happening played there for 10 years and I didn't even hear it from them that I wasn't coming back March 11th this happened it was maybe one of the best stories of the teams in the NFL was the resurgence of the Seattle Seahawks Pete Carroll leaving USC to go there and build a team that had Russell Wilson join it with uh him being drafted even though what Mike Flynn had been just- uh, Matt, Matt, Matt Flynn. By prior, yeah, Matt, Matt Flynn had just fan. been uh, acquired by a free agency and it builds, the Legion of Boom builds, and boom, after it begins to trickle out, it ends all in the same day. And the fact that this is number five on the list mm-hmm. shows you just how insane March 22, 22 was. Number four on the list is Deshaun Watson and the Browns choosing each other. <laughs> That's number four on the list. The fact that Deshaun Watson, his entire year-long saga of criminal exposure and civil suits being slapped on him, and I know the word exposure is probably a very poor choice of words, but so were pretty much everything said in his press conference to introduce him as the newest quarterback of the Cleveland Browns, And that being that day, the first time we've heard from Deshaun Watson in over a year on everything that had to do with him, to announce him as a newest member of the team with $230 million coming his way in a new contract, all of it guaranteed. The fact that he's not only criminally clear of everything that happened, but all the teams fall over themselves to go get him, four of them, and he chooses the Browns over two dome teams in the NFC South. And at the time, everyone's like thinking, you know, he's of course going to choose the NFC South, right? Because, you know, Brady's going to leave eventually. And he chooses neither, including his hometown. He chooses the open air frigidness of the AFC North in Cleveland because they say, how about $230 million guaranteed dollars, which is without a doubt going to reverberate more than anything that happened in the month of March deep into forevermore in the NFL the fact that it is the richest contract fully guaranteed in the history of the NFL awarded to somebody who had 22 civil cases open and hanging over his head at the time them choosing each other is story most impactful headline of March number four number three the day we all wake up and we read Tyreek Hill wants out of Kansas City and the Chiefs have told him go ahead search for a trade partner And within an hour, the trade partners are identified as the Jets and the Dolphins. And then an hour later, he's a dolphin. Easily one of the most dynamic receivers in the game we've seen ever. And I know I'm saying a lot, but the guy takes the top of the defense off the top of the defense off for one of the most potent offenses we've seen. And he says, I'm leaving Patrick Mahomes. I'm leaving Andy Reid. I'm leaving Kansas City. I'm going to Miami, and I'm throwing in with the Dolphins, is truly we were all stunned by it, and that was what did in fact lead to Stefan Diggs to give us the title of the segment, The Hell Going On. <laughs> Nobody saw that coming. It wasn't even part and parcel of the conversation. Nobody was even talking about Tyreek Hill's contract. Nobody was ever thinking that the Chiefs, with a season in which they struggled mightily in the first half, did not in the second half, but then the offensive issues that they did have throughout much of the season came home to roost in an AFC championship game that they lost despite going up by 18 points. Interestingly enough, Tyreek Hill not getting in the end zone at the end of the first half is exactly what the problem was in that game or personification of it that he would go. And now the Chiefs are going to have to figure out how to improve that offense without him. And now they got the Dolphins? With speed all around with their new head coach, Mike McDaniel, who did start this entire month off with a bang by completing the trifecta at the Combine, the Combine uh, cliche trifecta. That's number three on the list. Number two on the list is Rodgers stays, Adams goes. Who the hell saw that one coming? Now, we all thought Rodgers was going to stay. I did, at least. He did. All signs were pointing to it, and certainly when he won his back-to-back MVP award and he accepted it right in front of me at the NFL Honors and was talking about Gutekunst and Goody and all those guys are all tight. No, Gutekunst, right, if you will. But he's staying, and then Adams goes, and he says he's staying. And, you know, the way that he said he was staying, there was uh, a lot of back and forth between him and Twitter about whether it was true or how he was staying and how much of a commitment there was. But then he goes, he stays, and then Adams gets traded. Adams gets traded to the Raiders. Adams gets traded to the Raiders and gets $141 million to go to the Raiders and get hooked up with Derek Carr. And there was a bunch of rumors at the Combine that uh, maybe the Raiders were tapping out on Carr. No, quite the opposite. They were getting the best receiver in the game for Carr. Hmm. And that's even with what I said about Tyreek Hill. And now, you know, the Packers. You know, <laughs> Matt LaFleur at the owner's meeting to wrap up March is like, we need a receiver to take the top of the defense off. Yes, you do. Because that guy's now on the Raiders for Rodgers sticking around in Green Bay. And then the top headline of the craziest month of March in the history of the NFL is the fact that Tom Brady on retired. Hmm. That's the one. That's the one. Right in the middle of the month, March 14th, he makes the announcement he's back. And he's coming back to Tampa because there's a conversation. Is he really going to go to San Francisco? And then even the month finishes up with after the Dolphins get Tyree Kill, he's going to force his way to Miami. Craziness. It's just absolutely craziness. But the fact that Brady is back, it also had the domino effect of all the players that the Bucks might have lost in free agency didn't go anywhere except for Alex Kappa going to Cincinnati. So the ripple effect of where those players might have wound up in the NFL free agency frenzy, but rather instead of going there, stayed put and made the Buccaneers who are going into a very uh, iffy offseason into the land of the unknown They're now back as a Super Bowl contender and one of my top contenders, if not the top contender for the trophy. Because who's betting against Tom Brady? Brady returning is the number one headline. Now, I'm sure many of you may be out there saying, well, you left a whole bunch out. And just to show you that we understand that and just how crazy this month of March is, put it up. We put up all the other headlines. I don't know how many there are right here, but um, I think there's 24 of them. Um, so I'll just read them out. Carson Wentz traded to the Commanders, which led to Matt Ryan being traded to the Colts. Where's Baker Mayfield going to go? Because we thought that he could actually go to Indianapolis. And when Deshaun Watson wound up there, now he's in sort of like a phantom zone right now. We don't know where he's going to go. Kyler Murray's agent manifesto, by the way, that kicked off the month when we headed off to the combine in Indianapolis, where he's just like sending out that treatise about Kyler wants his money. Unreal. Is Jimmy G going to stay in San Francisco now? The whole Jimmy G saga. Lamar is biding his time on his contract. Yeah, what is that all? About? All right, like the Ravens are saying, hey, do you want to do you want to talk of you know nine figures or what? He's like, nah, my right. Mitchell Trubisky wound <laughs> up in Pittsburgh. Kirk Cousins got an extension. And when Matt Ryan goes to Indianapolis, Marcus Mariota gets reunited with his old OC from Tennessee, now the HC in Atlanta, so Arthur so Smith. Jameis Winston stays in New Orleans because Deshaun doesn't go there. Khalil Mack got traded to the Chargers, by the way. And J.C. Jackson hit it big and went to the Chargers from New England. Alan Robinson signed with the Rams. Amari Cooper got traded to Cleveland. Boo. Randy Gregory said, mm-hmm. I'm going back to Dallas. And instead he went to Denver. Boo. He flip-flopped. Von Miller picks the Bills for $120 million. Bruce Arians, by the way, retired to wrap up the month. The scouting combine. He just put up the scouting combine. Just the whole combine. The scouting (laughs) combine. The whole thing. The the Lions get picked for hard knocks. The NFL, at the same time, modifies their rules for overtime for the playoffs. Buffalo decides to build a new stadium. Oh, by the way, when Aaron Rodgers said he was staying and then Russell Wilson got traded, on that day, the top story across the entire NFL landscape is Calvin Ridley got suspended a year for gambling. The Raiders I paid off. Max Crosby and then added Chandler Jones, by the way, a 100 sack guy two 100 sack guys in Von Miller and Chandler Jones wind up on new teams. And then the, the, the defending AFC champions bolster the one big glaring weakness that they almost won the Super Bowl in spite of offensive line help, Lyle Collins and Kappa and more. So we get it. Good job, Rich. I don't know if we've left anything on the table. We probably have. Craziest March ever in the NFL. Putting it all out there for you. Wow. I mean, can we say March is the craziest
1: month ever, period? Not just well, March in the NFL madness, or right? just well, yeah, in the history
2: of months. Well, you could talk about that, too. Like, when did, when did um, UNC beat Duke? Was that at the end of February? Did that actually no, that happen was, in March? That was, that was March. March. Are that we sure about March. that? Yeah. I want to
1: double-check that. but I That think was in March.
0: Was... We got now Tiger maybe coming back. We got MLB ending the uh, 100-day the lockout.
1: lockout. Right.
0: The Olympics
1: happened. When did that end? That ended in February? Yeah, it
2: did. Yeah, it did.
1: Man. And then you had what happened on Sunday.
2: <laughs> I don't think – I mean, we probably la- – you may be yeah. fa- fans sitting there thinking you left this out, left that out. But when Russell Wilson – Gets traded and Bobby Wagner gets cut on the same day for a dynamic franchise like the Seattle Seahawks. That's number five on the headline list, shows you. Because that's number one in any other year. Number one.
0: Also, maybe number one any other year, just overtime getting changed.
2: That's true. Okay, let's take a break. So we're on time for Jason Light, the uh, general manager of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who's going to create some more office space, I guess, in Tampa for the new senior football consultant. Jason Light, when we come back. Back here on the terrestrial radio outfit, we're one big happy simul cam, simulcast family here on Peacock, NBC Sports Audio, Sirius XM85, The Rich Eisen Show, Terrestrial Radio family. Uh, back family. here on The Rich Eisen family. Show, yeah, family. family. Well, no, we're in California. We're not in Lazy Island. Okay. Crazy eyes. okay. Uh, but at any rate, uh, back here on The Rich Eisen Show on the Mercedes Benz Vans phone line is Amanda. I, I, I would say, because we just went through how. Uh, crazy the month of march uh, was in the nfl i think this man lived it uh i think yeah. i could safely say that he's, <laughs> he's lived it um after by the way last year you he had was just to put together uh all of the free agents that that were coming off of his super bowl champion team and kept them all right that was just a walk in the park compared to this month of march jason light the general manager of the tampa bay buccaneers here on the program how are you doing jason
3: how you doing thanks for having me on <laughs>
2: how was your march and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, half of February. Uh, yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been, uh, I guess, you always have to expect the unexpected, huh?
2: I think so. so. Yes, yeah, certainly in our league. So, all right, let's 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 just jump into it here. By the way, I appreciate you calling in on such a busy day and a, 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 to, to capping off a, a six-week um, run of news that your team was front and center in. So uh, let's get right first into it, the first piece of, of everything. Uh, Tom Brady. When when what was your conversations with him like leading to his announcement afterwards? And and walk me through that part, that piece of of everything here, Jason.
3: You know, we we, stuck, we touched base every once in a while, texts, uh, phone calls. I know Bruce did as well. You could still feel it a little bit that he was wanting to play, and I didn't want to. Bruce and I, neither of us, wanted to try to back him into a corner, give us a decision. Getting a little, I was getting a little antsy as about the combine. Um, we weren't, we had no idea yet that he was going to come back, but free agency was going to start in a week, and then had some good conversations with him. And you know, he made the announcement on, I believe it was a Sunday, mm-hmm. um, right before free agency started. So, right before the tampering par- period. So. Um, you know, he called myself, he he talked to Bruce, let us know, and you know, kind of away we went.
2: So uh was his trip to Manchester United part of any of this at all?
3: Jason? The owners weren't even there. The owners weren't there. So this trip he had planned for several weeks beforehand. I think he actually he may have I'm I'm not sure on this, but I think he actually planned this trip before the season even ended.
2: So the Glazers were not even there uh at you know at the the match, right? No, at they were not. Okay, so um, you get a call, and you that that had to be amazing for you <laughs> to get that phone call that he's well, it was coming back.
3: It's great for all of us, but it was great for Bruce and I. And then I, you know, said, "Hey, can you can you let the can you let the world know in some way, shape, or form so we can start uh, doing some business here? Right? Because yeah, it certainly helps when you have you know Tom Brady and." I mean, we were having some success already um, with some conversations and some deals with our guys, but um, it certainly helps. You know, everybody knows who their quarterback's going to be.
2: So uh, Brady basically just needed to figure things out on his own. Uh, Was there anything that uh, he, he requested or required of you or wanted to see from you before he made that decision, do you think? Jason?
3: No, he didn't, and he's not like that. He's not um, one to say, "Hey, I really, we really need this player," or never talk to him about the draft. Um, uh, you know, I guess take that back. Last year, I let him know we were probably we we're going to maybe take uh, Kyle Trask, and mm-hmm. he was there in the second round. But that was, I mean, just so he knew. But um, no, he's, you know, he's talked to the and I about um, a couple players in the past. Um, one being Gronk, one being Ab. Um, but he's not like that. He doesn't. Uh, he's not a demanding person.
2: Jason Light here on the Rich Eisen Show, Tampa Bay General Manager. So when you refer to BA, you're referring to your senior football consultant. That's who you're referring to, correct? Right?
3: Correct. Okay. Yeah.
2: So when did you first hear from Bruce Arians that he might want to step away, Jason?
3: Well, Bruce and I over the last year were very, very close so we spent a lot of time together outside mm-hmm. of here as well. Always had talks of, you know, when he thinks he's going to step aside. He's always said he wants it to be the perfect situation. He'd he'd always he always said that it in his ideal world, we would pass it down to one of his assistants. And um it would have to be in a, you know, the the team would have to be in in good shape. He wouldn't want to leave it in ruins for somebody. And so it was about the combine. we started talking about it a little bit, but he didn't want to leave if we were we had uncertainty at quarterback. and when, when Tom told us that he was coming back, Bruce waited a day or two, and said this is uh, the perfect situation, and for, you know, to pass the torch. And um, I, I don't know exactly what went, what, how the conversation went, but I know he informed Tom.
2: Okay, so he did tell Tom that I am, I'm going to step away. And he did that do you know when he did that?
3: And, you know, it was that first week of free agency. It was, you know, within a couple days of, I, I believe, they all, all these days, run into each other, Rich. So, I mean, I can't tell you the sure. difference between yesterday and four weeks ago. So, um, but it was, yeah, it was within a couple days. And um, I know they had a really good talk. And um, Bruce told me that Tom understood. And um, and then, Bruce, we started talking a little bit more about it. And, um you know, it uh, kind of went from there. So we didn't make the, you make the final decision for a while. But um, you know, on Monday, this just this past Monday, while we were at owners' meetings, um, he called uh, Todd, and then I called Todd, and I know ownership called Todd. So got the ball rolling.
2: And what about the process that normally happens when you hire a new coach and how that all works? Did you have to like check with the league and any of those fronts? I mean, like how, how did you go through the we process? Did. Okay,
3: we did. And we uh, kept it within the guidelines, and the rules made sure that we were being um, compla- uh, compliant. Yes. And, um, you know, as of, you know, after March 1st, um, if a coach retires, um, you, because of the new league year and lack of, um, you know, teams don't have to give their assistants permission to go talk for a head coaching job after that time. So it'd be hard to, first of all, get candidates, it would be hard to assemble staff, so they, they, um, you know, that's not why we hired Todd, but I'm just saying that's the reason why we were able to pass the torch to Todd.
2: Well, I know, I think we know why you hired Todd. He's not only beyond qualified for the gig, but he's also been with Bruce for a while, and...
3: Well, Todd was the, Todd was, you know, it was an easy transition, although we have multiple Sure. Coaches on our staff that we love, including Byron, that we think are going to be—he's going to be a head coach here. I'm pretty sure within within the year. So, um, but we have multiple coaches that are on that trajectory. So, um, but but Todd uh, does for this uh, instance, Bruce um, recommended, and then uh, myself and ownership were all in agreement. So it was easy for us.
2: Todd, Uh, I've got Jason Light right here uh, on the Rich Eisen show. The general manager of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Look, man, you've been around. Todd Light. No, I did. Did I just because it was Todd Bowles, and I said, "Light, you know." Uh, I always get Todd Light, the old safety. No, no, that's just what. That's exactly what happened. I'm not perfect, you know. (laughs) Uh, I like to think I am, Um, but look, uh, Jason, you've been around the block. You you hear everything, just like everybody else, and uh, you can understand why many of my questions are timeline questions. Is because the sense is that Brady and Bruce were not uh, copacetic anymore. And that um, that's why he stepped away. I mean, you're hearing it. And, and the reason why Bruce is now uh, stepping down was some form of Brady being satisfied in order to come back and play for the Buccaneers. And I want to put that right in front of you and, and see what you think of that storyline. Yeah,
3: no, I've heard that. What's been put in front of us today, uh, put in front of Bruce at his press conference, too, all i got to say is there's... Uh, I have not seen any of that other than normal coach-player relationship. Um, you know, occasional uh, like Bruce likes to cuss out every player um, at one point or another, um, but they have a phenomenal relationship and always have and still do. So, I, you know, I don't know what else I can say to put it to bed, but... <laughs> people are like bruce said people are going to write what
2: they want to write right and and so you know it, it's just as simple as brady was going through his process about whether he wanted to play or not and then bruce decided what he decided in his in his own way so I, I guess i'll ask you a hypothetical and i know that 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 may lead to not getting much of an answer but that's that's the way things go uh if if uh brady decided not to come back he would have stayed then because it would have been a much more Troublesome situation in which to try and leave things to somebody you wanted to leave it to is that is that the the sense? Well, you're
3: the sense the sense was I don't want to say troublesome. It would have been challenging yes. and um, uh, more challenging. And Bruce wanted the uh, wanted to make sure everybody was in the a, a good spot. His all of his assistants left in uh, that the house was cleaned. And so I don't we. I don't want to deal with the hypothetical, but he has gone on and said that he would have uh, wanted to, he was looking forward to coaching whoever that quarterback would have been, but um all I got to say is his dream has been since I've known him mm-hmm. when he retires to leave it to one of his assistants and you know where he stands on diversity and inclusion and to leave it to one of his assistants um in a phenomenal spot and what better Better spot could it be? Have you can you think in the history of the NFL where a uh, coach is retired and it goes to another coach where they don't where they have a quarterback like Tom Brady and a very good roster like we have? So um, he's one of the most unselfish people I know, and that this has been one of his um, platforms or his major platform since uh, he's been a coach.
2: And uh, and then I guess one last one for you uh, on this whole uh, process then um you know look and part of the reason why this conversation is we're, we're having and all those rumors are out there is because brady um decides to come back and the one thing that you'd want to know certainly if you're at the end of your career you want to know what who, who you know who your teammates are you want to know who the owner is obviously who you would be and those pieces are all in place you also want to know who your coach is your hc and now he's gone did he did he have any Two cents, and was that part of the process? And whether you you were going to go with Todd Bowles, did he did he well, have some sort they, of check mark on that? Tom,
3: the, those, Bruce and Tom had a great conversation about it, and Bruce did a um, didn't have to do a good sales job on his assistants. It right. speaks for itself. So um, you know there was there was never any demand. I can promise you that. <laughs> and Bruce feels very good right now. He's he's uh, he's going to his lake house for a couple days right now. <laughs> um, He's probably going to hit the links. He's never been in better health, and, and, and you know what? I'm very excited for him that he's now without the stress of a season. He's going to be able to preserve his health.
2: Okay, and he I just loved his soundbite today from too Jason. He's like, uh, I'm the senior football consultant. Whatever the hell that means, I'll let you know when I figure it out. <laughs> You know, it probably
3: means he's going to want to pull me out of here and go get drinks. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> it makes sense. It makes
2: sense. So, um,
3: no, he's 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 phenomenal. It's like I'll lean on him. He's he's phenomenal uh, with me with a with my staff with the draft and free agency. He's a, a phenomenal evaluator, and I'm really looking forward to working with him more on that.
2: Yeah, and um, you know, it's uh, you'll have a front row seat to something that I think we're all kind of wondering what that looks like, and we have a sense of it is. Bruce Arians in football without the stress of coaching. Uh, I can't imagine how uh, how much fun that might actually be when you're you're, uh, you're going to get his advice and he doesn't have that stress hanging over his head. That's going to be something no doubt,
3: else. no doubt. Yeah. I'm going to have to buckle my seatbelt again. I think.
2: I bet. So uh, okay, in the couple minutes I have left with you here, Jason Light. Um, I don't know if you know everything going on here. Um, uh, A certain player started talking, I think, in your direction on Twitter, and Dominican and Sue, I don't know, if did you see his tweet uh, at all, Jason? Did you see his tweet today? Um, Yeah, no, I did. Okay. He he thinks that uh, the team's uh, a one-man light on talent is what he says. Uh, What do you think of that subject matter?
3: You know, we have a a lot of decisions we're going to have to make here uh, between now, the draft, after the draft, uh, a lot of balls in the air. And we'll just, uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. That's always my tagline, so I, I'm sorry to be uh, no. nondescript there with you.
2: That's all good, man. You just got to give me the answer, that what, 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 uh, what, what's on your mind. And so I guess uh, <laughs> I'll ask this anyway, because I don't know the next time I'm going to talk to you, but I, I, I know um, you've been always kind of come on this program. Uh, what next for Brady? I can't believe I'm asking that question on a day like this, but it's the truth. Like, uh, are, are you, you do have to? I guess what give him a new deal of some sort, or and, and then the question about how long is this the final ride? What can you tell me on that subject matter, Jason?
3: Um, you know what? I'm going to be pretty vague there too. It's you know we um, might have some kind of a adjustment for cap space. Um, we uh, you know I don't want to. I never talk public about contracts so. That's tough to do. I, all I know is Tom's going to be playing for us this year, and then we'll see where it goes.
2: Okay, Jason Light. I appreciate the time. Thanks for joining uh, on a, again such a a busy day, man. Um, congrats. I mean, if I had told you March first, Brady's back, Bruce is gone, March thirty first, what would you have said to me? If
3: I, uh, I, don't know. I would ask you what you're probably would ask you what you're smoking.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You've been around Bruce. You've been around Bruce That's too right. much, man. Used his line there. Yeah, I know. he has. We have. We. He, that's what he said to me when I asked him. You know, after winning the Super Bowl, and he came on. I'm like, what if I told you that? Uh, you know, when you took the job in Tampa, Brady would be your quarterback, and you'd you'd win the Super Bowl. This is what he said to me. What
3: are you smoking, bro? Give me some. That's what he said. That's <laughs> it. Well, I guess I guess a lot of Bruce's war has uh, rubbed off on. It him. has. That's not a bad thing. It is
2: not. It is not. Well, enjoy having your new senior football consultant around. I love Todd Bowles. You 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 know that he you've got a great man in the game. Big. Phenomenal. And um, good luck, um, you know, throughout building uh, your team through the draft. And I'd love to have you back when, when you're up for it. Thanks for the call. Uh, you got it. Thanks, guys. You bet. That's Jason Light, everybody, the general manager of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right, Chris. Still don't buy it? Um, <laughs> that was new
0: information that the Glazers were not at How the about soccer that? Match. By the way. How about that? That is new information that we have not not there, Because I think that was part of the timeline that everyone had kind of assumed that, look, they own Manchester United. Ronaldo is uh, possibly setting a record on this day. They want to be there. They're there. Oh, and Brady's there too.
2: Hatching plans. How about that? Hatching plans in Old Trafford. <laughs> yeah, right, I and, think- and, and 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 the owner old- Hatch so trans- <laughs> hatching plans in down. Old
1: Trafford. I'm writing that down. That's because
2: you know what they can't do it in uh, in the continental United States. They can't do it in Tampa. They can't do it in the you know. They can't like they can't do it. So they got what it because. You know, it might leak out, mm-hmm. even though leaking out, that would actually help because Jason Light said, hey, would you mind letting everyone know because free agency is just starting? Would you mind going out and saying you're back? Yeah. Because we want to make sure we don't lose everybody. We want to keep everybody. And so, but I think people who, but he, who the closest weren't even there. right. So people who think like me, like, oh, Tom just
0: kind of, you know, pushed Bruce out. We assumed that part of the timeline was meeting with the Glazers over in London while, you know, during the weekend while this match was going on. Yeah. All stuff's on the pitch. He's
1: making it his pitch. Yeah, like, I'm back if up. Bruce yeah. is out. Right. Isn't it exhausting to always try to, like, Think that way about everything. It like, must be exhausting. It, it's got to be tough EJ, to always try to like. You're uh, look for a the wrestling bad. fan. I know. But <laughs> <laughs> what does that? Wait a minute. What does that oh, mean? Oh man, is that a phenomenal retort? No, it really isn't. A ph- I don't understand Cause what's. It, fe- cause lo- no,
2: because it's filled with. It's filled with. It's filled with conspiracies back, yeah, and back, but, that, but by the way, that's Not because like, it's on. wrestling.
1: You know what wrestling is when you sign up for it. That has nothing to do with this. The fact that like literally every story you think
2: that like. There's got to be something. No, deeper let's to pull about the let's pull back the curtain a little bit here. Like Becky Lynch, you just hung up the phone mm-hmm. with us in 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 uh, an hour two. First what, of all, when you, you, you think on this for the same thing. thing, and
1: then when I say something, now you're like, ah, nah, whatever.
2: <laughs> but anyway, the bottom <laughs> I mean, line I'm just is just saying it's the just like, like, that line must be I do, exhausting. Is is way, I agree with you in saying that it must be exhausting to constantly think of where that up is down and down can't really be down because up is definitely the way it's got to happen that so the mere f- fact it's more fun to, to live how I live uh, I would say it's more exhausting <laughs> Come on. I, I would be tired but his it, retort but... was fantastic let's get past it I mean Bottom, I don't really get it but okay <laughs> so you're saying hearing the information that is from new Jason information. Light right. that by the way the Glazers weren't even at the, at the match they weren't even there he's just this was months in advance which, by the way, I, I, I probably so. I'm gonna take my fam. Right. You know. Well, you can look at the
0: calendar and think, oh, Ronaldo I'm might break sure, I'm sure break the Glazers. The I'm sure there. the Glazers
2: fixed him up with uh, the
0: tickets. I would hope Tom had great seats. Yeah, <laughs> Tom wasn't going <laughs> in the secondary ticket market, yeah, yeah, just trying yeah, to no. buy it last second because <laughs> right. he was there. Right. You know, he just happened to be in town. Yeah,
2: he's got some tickets for you know a play in the West End. Hey, just might like, as well oh, take oh, him to yeah. uh, Manchester United. He's, out, he's, he's causing a ruckus in Old Trafford. He's like, they, they, he and Bruce Arians backed off. Bru, and Bruce, they go to the combine, and they're beginning to get antsy. And they started hearing from Brady, he's thinking of coming I back. Think. And it was right around where he said, what, at free agency, when Bruce is thinking, I'm going to step away. And then the Monday of the owners meeting, is like, it's done. And in between, that's where it was Todd Bowles. And he had a great conversation. He's the one who told Tom, I'm out. It's going to be Bowles. And if I'm Brady, I'm absolutely... You know, here's the thing, too. What we're... what we're, he, and, and he's... Jason Light is... And by the way, if I'm Brady, I'm fine with that. Because you still got your offensive set up. Yeah, he's working okay. with Byron. Right. So, yeah. And so Bowles is not going to be the one to chew up Tom's... Cuss Tom out or anything exactly. like that. So... I think what. What, what we're talking about here, because Jason Light just said, Brady's not demanding like that. He doesn't give ultimatums. He doesn't give a quid pro quo. And that isn't the same guy that we thought told Kraft, get Garoppolo out of here.
0: Which I fully believe.
2: Okay. So I think we're also ascribing the LeBron way of doing things to Brady meaning I want this guy, I want that guy, I'm going to set this whole damn thing up because it's my show and this is the way my end game is going to go and I'm going to script every damn thing because I think I know better and which, this which is I what makes me comfortable. I don't think
0: true, and Jason has told us in the past, like he has asked Tom, hey, why don't you give him a little call to just kind of push the ball over the goal line? I don't think Tom is demanding. He said
2: the only two times he spoke up was for Gronk and A.B. Right. Speaking of which, is A.B. news too. One of those worked out. Yeah. Well, they, both of them worked the way, they out. Both, they
0: both scored in the in the Super Bowl.
2: Well, one of them just flamed out spectacularly. And uh, <laughs> spoiler alert: we uh, kind of you could always see that coming.
1: Yeah. By the way, Richard, also when we come back, another Stefan Diggs tweet that I found okay pretty hilarious, fantastic.
0: Also, uh, Sarah Walsh tweeted out Brady was in the front row for Bruce's press conference.
1: So.
2: Again,
0: are, you, are we done now? The, <laughs> are we done? <laughs> the cover up worse than the crime.
2: <laughs> are we done? Or are you still there? You're still there.
0: I still think he...
2: Told Bruce, get out.
0: Nah, maybe not told. Just kind of I'm like... only
2: coming back if Bruce is gone, but I'll still show up at his press conference and I'll still send out Instagram love letters and, and,
0: yeah, and the
2: timeline will be described as such mm-hmm. and um, Chris Brockman will not buy any of
0: it. Brady is classy.
2: <laughs> You're on the scent, man. I don't know what the scent is. Entire private eye. (laughs) Let's take a break. We'll wrap up the show in a moment. basically Fletch. We'll wrap it up. (laughs) 6-9 with the effort. Roll your break, please. (laughs) Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... Back here on our terrestrial radio outfit, Mercedes-Benz Vans wants to ask you, when was the last time you thought about your dream? You know, maybe Bruce Aarons is going to start living the van life right now. I can see that. That's Jason Light (laughs) just said he just started, he just left for his uh, lake house in Georgia, right? Yeah. So uh, maybe you just want to go uh, hang out at a lake, go uh, tap out, and live the van life, or just go see family, see friends. Maybe you can start your own business. Maybe you can uh, grab a Mercedes-Benz van and become a senior football consultant somewhere. is basically what we're saying. (laughs) We're talking about a totally premium, customized Mercedes-Benz van is what we're talking about right here. You can expect innovative safety features like crosswind assist and blind spot assist. You can expect amazing performance and reliability with an MBUX voice command system. Five-star dealer network and an available gas engine. Runs like, well, a dream. So what do you say? Head to the Mercedes-Benz van dealership and get that Sprinter. Tell them your dream sent you one last piece of uh, housekeeping uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneer housekeeping I guess even though um, he's no longer on the team. did you see uh, Antonio Brown I don't I said I wasn't going to talk about him very much anymore but he did well I mean the question is, is he going to get back in the league and we all know he was saying that his ankle was very jacked up but apparently it's not jacked up enough for him to get surgery on to live his life and he said uh, according to TMZ, Uh, I need to get my ankle fixed, but I just want to make sure I got an obligation or a commitment from a team. It's a lot for a guy to do, to go do surgery without an idea of where you're going to work or who you're going to work for. I I don't understand that. Um, That anybody who wants to go get him will say, okay, now open your, your, your ankle up and then we'll see what type of person you are after the surgery. I mean...
0: Or he just wants them to pay for
2: it? Ah, I don't know. Because right now, it sounds like he's holding his ankle hostage. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. That would be a new one. I've never... Boy, that just wraps up the march, doesn't it? Gosh. Of the course, Antonio of Brown. Antonio Brown yes, says he will course. come back. Um, and get surgery in his ankle, but you've got to make the move first before he goes. I'm like, I'm not gonna have surgery if I don't know who you are. I'm not gonna cut my ankle open for just anybody. But I would want to think that he would do it, get it done with, and then show everybody how much he, how good he looks. Not like come come hire me and then I'll get ankle surgery and then you'll see how good I am. I, I think Chris, I don't. I've never heard of that before.
1: I know I'm just. A- contradict myself here because I said sometimes I don't see how you can think about that all the time but now I completely agree with Chris he probably does want a team to pay, to for, it? pay for it what he doesn't have he doesn't have insurance yeah but you know
0: yeah but you know maybe his, maybe his deductible has right? to I can't believe we're having this conversation
2: he won't give him painkillers wow I don't know oh <laughs> all right so there's that one yeah there's that one did you say you guys have other stories you want to talk about before you got a dodge? I just randomly had a tweet oh, that yeah. I thought he got was Stephon great.
1: Diggs. Well, you know Stephon Diggs, Brockman. I the other day he had the greatest tweet that we'd seen in a while, like the hell going on. Yep. Yesterday he just randomly—I don't know if this is a Stephon Diggs thing—but he randomly tweeted this out yesterday, and I thought it was great. Sometimes I pull up on the tree to get free cookies, but I don't be staying there huh. with the hand palm emoji. And Jason Feller, yeah. that's what's up. That's what, okay. That's what's up. That's her tweet that's, the great. Day. that's what's up right there. That's what's up. So he just pulls up the dope. double trees, hotels. But you have great cookies. Yeah. He goes in to the little dining yeah. area, grabs himself some cookies, maybe eats them there, maybe takes them, who knows? But then he dips because he don't be staying there. <laughs> like
2: oh, that's wow. what's up. That's amazing. That is what's up. And nobody's like, you know, where's your room key, sir? <laughs> Right? (laughs) No. And why would he tweet it out? Why would he give up the game like that? Come on, that's a good secret. It's a good life hack. You know, the hell going on, <laughs> the hell going on, <laughs> <The> <laughs> hell going on which is, again, I, I mean, those four words sum up the month that is March. ending right now. So can we agree that it's the tweet of the month? The hell, it's the tweet of the month, tweet That's of the so year, great. the hell going That's on. So oh, and by the way, we didn't we didn't even mention because we we were trying to throw cast a wider net than just March of 2022 in the NFL. Mm hmm. One man slapped another man on international (laughs) television, and that guy who slapped the guy then won an Oscar. Yeah, well they weren't. And gave a speech talking about being a vessel for love, and bringing people together. That happened. Also, did you see the report in the Hollywood Reporter yesterday that they asked Will to leave? To leave, and And he he said no. He refused. He said no, and the Academy says they're going to look into it, and it's going to take several weeks. What we'll takes several weeks to look into. It's on video. Oh, wait a minute. I think we've just come up with it. The academy is now being run by the NCAA. Oh, <laughs> it's going to take get- a long time, folks. It's going to take. It's going to take a, take a long time. Now- it was the most watched hit. Of another human being since maybe what Tyson Fury Tyson. And, and Deontay Wilder <laughs> yeah, or Mike maybe, Tyson, <laughs> probably Mike uh, Tyson in Ty- Holyfield or, right. or, or or Buster Douglas after it all. Happened. Oh, no, on, on, the whole world saw this. Yeah, what's to be looked into? And everyone has an opinion on it. Yes, there's some people have some
1: like many opinions I see on social media. You would have thought they were the one that got slapped? Like <laughs> honestly, like Chill, the man.
2: whole month of March of 2022 Chill. is just off. Chill. The hook. Yeah, this month is crazy. Like, and they asked him, who's the one who walked up, like, but they ask an intern, Mr. Smith, um, it's time for you to go. And he's like, he, yeah, what no. What he did leave? Yeah, no. Huh? But what, what if he, if he did, did leave and then, 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 then somebody had to accept the award for him? Yeah, that'd, that'd be been amazing. Was his wife going to go up there? <laughs> that'd have been awkward. You know, that's that's my whole What would oh, happen man. if he did, in fact, leave?
0: Yeah.
1: That,
2: that's but the point. fact is, he's
0: like, yeah, no, I'm not yeah, going. Yeah, no, because I'm, I'm about to win, yeah. so I'm not winning. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know if you know, I'm up for best actor right now. Yeah. And I'm a huge favorite, so I'm probably going to win. I'm not going anywhere.
1: That's the thing about this, Chris. It's like, that's what's so disappointing. Like, if people get slapped every day, right? <laughs> Two seconds ago, somebody just got slapped. No big so. deal. But it was the participants in the slap that hurt, man. And that's what disappointed yeah, You he got popular, two kings, pop. two OGs, 250 year old men. Like, and it this have wasn't been a supposed to happen. celebration
0: Will Smith's entire career. Yeah.
1: He's never won an Oscar, he's been nominated know. a
0: couple times. Like, come on.
1: Yeah, it's just, it's disappointing and it's sad. This is what it was. About.
0: All right, hold on. We have a digs follow-up is there, like, an, up- an update? Like, uh, we got a dig update? Tree?
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Doubletree said, we get it. The feeling you get from eating a warm Doubletree cookie is almost as good as the feeling you get after scoring a touchdown. Oh, you're going to get a DM for a cookie. I'm late, but you guys sure do know how to make a day. <laughs> <laughs> Steph Diggs. <laughs> All right. All right. So- and that's and for March 22 <laughs> and scene. We'll see you in a- April tomorrow.